let's keep talking some NFL with our friend, former NFL quarterback, NFL analyst Steve Berline joins me on the show. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Bill. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. I was just we were just talking about a bunch of topics, so let's maybe we'll start with the last one we were we were hitting, and that is the Ravens' decision at the end of that game with about four minutes left, tied at twenty twenty on, on on the two yard line, fourth and two, fourth from the two yard line, to not take the points, to not kick the field goal, and obviously we saw Lamar Jackson throw that pick, and it was a huge play in that game. Can you fault? John Harbaugh, in your mind's eye, for for the play call there and really for the decision not to just take the three points? You know, I I love John Harbaugh. He's probably my favorite coach in the NFL. I've I've always just really felt like he'd be a great guy to play for. and I've got to know him over the years through the the broadcasting and done a lot of Ravens games, and and, uh, I think he's fantastic. And I love his mentality, his attitude, and general players love playing for him uh, because of that mentality. But he has a responsibility, though, too, as well. And there's an accountability that has to be taken uh, for when you make a bad decision. And I, I really believe that situation yesterday, that was the wrong decision. It was much, much different than uh, an example that a lot of people are bringing up, you know, the Brian Dable going for the win uh, in week one with the Giants instead of going for the tie with the extra point. You look at the situation, what you had with, with the Baltimore Ravens, the game is tied. So you're not, you're not in a position where you're trying to make a decision of going for a tie or going for a win. The game is already tied. And so now the question is, what's going to give you the best chance to win in that situation? And, uh, you know, even though you've got, you're dealing with Josh Allen, the possibility of them going down and scoring a touchdown is very real. You've got to make what's the right decision for your team at that time, and that would have been to take the field goal, without a doubt. Because if you don't make the field goal, obviously you lose to a field goal. And uh, that's exactly what happened to them. And, and uh, you know, you can't compare, that, again, that with what happened with Brian Dable or any other situation. The Ravens are a team that's got legitimate Super Bowl aspirations. The New York Giants, in their first game with their head coach, we're not a Super Bowl contender. They're still not a Super Bowl contender. They're trying to build a culture and build a winning situation. That's a totally different environment and a totally different uh, overall situation. You can talk about analytics. You can talk about all the different stuff you want. So the right decision yesterday would have been to kick the field goal and put the pressure back on the Buffalo Bills and see if your defense can make another stop. That's what it, that, that was a, a bad decision, in my opinion. Steve Berline here on the show. Steve, let's get into that, that final play for, for, for the Ravens offensively. Once you're in that spot and you're Lamar Jackson and you've rolled out to where he has and you're a little ways away from the end zone, what is because it's easy for me to say, and all these other pundits, maybe accurately to say, just throw the ball away, man. It's not there. Just pin Buffalo back. What is the degree of difficulty, though, when you're a quarterback and you're in that spot and you're trying to score to have the wherewithal in a split second to just throw the ball away? Well, it's very difficult, and, and that's a lot of times where the line is drawn. You know, the, the guys that don't learn that lesson uh, don't play very long in the NFL. And, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson has proven himself over the course of his short career to this point uh, being a guy that you can usually count on in, in those situations. And I don't fault him for that situation. You, you look at If you look at that whole play, if you were to look at it, from the, the all-22 view where you can see the whole play develop, he obviously missed 
Duvernay wide open in the end zone when the play kind of broke down. And Duvernay was wide open for, for a long time in the NFL, by NFL standards. He was open for several seconds. And then Lamar just kind of flashed it in his eye. I think he was planning on just giving ground and, and hanging it back there and hoping someone came open. And then he probably was going to throw it out of the end zone. But he saw Duvernay, and he just felt like a lot of these quarterbacks do and like I probably did in my prime. You feel like you can get the ball there before the defender's going to get there. And he thought he was he thought he was making a throw to win the ball game. And uh, it turns out, obviously, he liked to have it back. Uh, you know, it's a different situation for Buffalo if, you, if you're starting at the, the two-yard line as opposed to start at the 20-yard line. Uh, but, you know, hindsight is 20-20 in that situation. Uh, he's just trying to make a play. The coach made the decision to run the play. I'm sure they didn't talk about, hey, if it's not there, throw it away. We'll pin him back at the two-yard line. Uh, it just worked out the way that it did, and we can sit here and, and, and analyze the whole thing back and forth. But I, I think Lamar really just felt he could make that throw, and I bet you looking at the film, he's going to wish he would have seen it about two seconds earlier because it would have been a very easy throw for him. Steve Berline here on the show. Steve, curious your view, glass half full or, or, or glass half empty, or maybe somewhere in between of, of the Green Bay Packers. On the one hand, after that opener loss in Minnesota, the Vikings, they've won three in a row. Uh, they're three and one. You are what your record says you are, as Bill Parcells said. On the other hand, there are some concerns about the offense. They took overtime to beat the third string quarterback for the New England Patriots. Aaron Rodgers, as, as he tends to do, a little frustrated after the game with the way the offense performed. There's a lot of ways, there's long ways to go. But for you, based on what you've seen, what do you think the Green Bay Packers are this season? Well, I, I think they're going to get better, as Aaron Rodgers said. Uh, you know, he, he took accountability for, for what happened yesterday, which I think from, from my perspective, seeing him take that attitude is a, is a big positive step. Normally, you know, when he's frustrated, uh, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't take it on his own shoulders very often because – most of the time he's played pretty well and, and he didn't make a lot of mistakes. And, you know, he, he's just not that kind of a personality. But I think the fact that he came out yesterday and said, I have to play better, you know, we're three and one. Yes, we, we you know, this, this kind of winning is not sustainable. But they are three and one. And we all know it's extremely hard to win a game in the NFL, period. Doesn't matter who you're playing on the other side. There's a lot of great players over there, whether it's a third team quarterback, whether you're putting Saquon Barkley in the Wildcat formation to finish out a game, whatever it might be, there's going to be difficult situations that come out throughout most every NFL game that are going to determine who wins that ball game. Most of the time it does come down to just a few key plays, and there's always going to be a chance for the other team to win most of the time. So, um, you know, a win is a win. Three and one after the first quarter of the season or almost the first quarter of the season now with the 17-game schedule. Uh, most teams would, would, would give whatever they, whatever they had to do to get themselves into that situation to be three and one. So they've got to feel good about that, knowing that they've got a lot of really good young players that are learning how to play at this level right now, and they're hopefully going to get better as the season goes along and, and as they get more and more on the same page with, with their, their great quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. I think it's, it's a great situation for them sitting at three and one at this point, but they, they definitely have to get a lot better. There's no doubt about that. Steve, the Kansas City Chiefs put up 41 points last night on, on Sunday Night Football against a pretty good Bucks defense. Mahomes looked really impressive. Obviously, there's no Tyree Kill. Didn't matter last night. Is that win for you, does it say anything about the Chiefs and this upcoming season 
and what you think where where Kansas City you think belongs in the pecking order in the in the National Football League. Well, I, I think you, when you got a guy like Patrick Mahomes, uh, you've obviously got a chance no matter who you're playing. It, it's the same as as with Aaron Rodgers we were just talking about. But with Mahomes, he's so unique in his ability to make those spectacular plays at the key moments in the ball game. His, his stats yesterday were not it was not a huge game for him. Only 249 yards passing. Um, you know, he did have three touchdowns and one bad interception. Uh, but I think the the big key in that ball game last night was the ball control. They they ran the ball between Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Pacheco. They ran the ball for, you know, 200 and uh, – well, actually, I think it was about 189 yards rushing against a really good run defense in Tampa Bay. Uh, they had the time of possession uh, big time in their favor as well. Um, you know, I, I really think that those those things, that, that was how they had to beat – the tennis or the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had the ball for over 38 minutes. Um, they wanted to keep the ball away from Tom Brady. They got up early on him. Um, I was really impressed with how how patient Mahomes was throughout the course of that game. And then, of course, the spectacular hook shot pass, whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know how you how you um, you describe a play like that. You got to see it to really understand it and believe it. And it was just uh, uh, one of those plays that. I think Patrick Mahomes is probably the only guy in the NFL that can do that kind of stuff on a regular basis. So you tip your hat, you say, "Hey, great job, man!" And uh, you know, let's see if we can ride that wave as long as we can. He's a he's a one of a kind type of guy, and and it showed up again last night. You're right that that run game was excellent. That Pacheco kid, who I think was a seventh round pick, was really, really good. Uh, talking to Steve Berline here on the show. Steve, last one for you. Uh, really good Monday night football game. Niners against the Rams. The Niners have been re- are obviously an interesting team, and the Jimmy G story is fascinating. The Rams are the defending champions. Feels like they've been under the radar a, a little bit, maybe because of that opening, that opener where they they lost to the Bills to start the season. What do you expect tonight? Who do you like tonight? You know, it, I think it's going to be a great game. You got two teams that are obviously very familiar with each other. Um, they play each other twice a year, and it goes back a long, long ways. But uh, both teams have great defenses, and um, you know they've got quarterbacks that I think are the big question. And I hate, as a former quarterback, I hate to put all the all the attention on the quarterback play. But truly, I think tonight it is going to come down to which one of these two guys, Matthew Stafford or Jimmy Garoppolo, is going to make the big play opportunities when they're there. You're going to have to make a few big boy throws against a really good defense, no matter what color you're wearing tonight. And I think the quarterback that, that makes some more, more of those plays or the ones that present themselves, I guess, is probably the better way to put it. That team is going to win because you're, you're not going to be able to sit there and line up and just pound the ball and run the football against either one of these defenses. Both teams want to be able to do that. And then come with play action off of it, but uh, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna come down to that. You're not gonna be able to line up and just ha- have that kind of an offensive performance. It's gonna come down to making those plays in the passing game, those explosive plays that are there that are gonna make the difference in this game. So Matt Stafford against Jimmy Garoppolo, we'll see who comes out on top. Steve Berline, my friend, as always, uh, love the insight, appreciate the time. Thanks for thanks for talking some some NFL with us on a Monday morning. You got it, Bill. Take care, buddy.